Thursday night, and we are live. I hope everybody's doing good. 305 people so far on our various platforms. Love you all. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Of course, we saw the President Trump, the real president. We have the fraudulent regime that's in place that we all have to pretend is the president right now. But the real president of the United States got indicted today uh, from Twinkies Court up in Manhattan. That would be Alvin Bragg, who can't control his own appetite, let alone control the judicial system inside of New York City as the Manhattan state attorney has now indicted President Trump. Now, let's, let me, I know some of you already know this, and I've already gone over it, but I'll do this briefly, as I say that I always will. It's 8.36. By the time I get done talking about it, it'll probably be 937. But I'm going to try to make this brief. Just so you know, this is what it's all about. Just so you understand how this indictment works. It's not because I'm any smarter than anybody else. It's just because I have no life and I read these things. So this is what it, this is what it's all about. This comes down to President Trump, whether I, whatever President Trump, Donald Trump, my mind, President Trump, giving pay. He wasn't president at the time. That's why I hate to say president. But he gave allegedly gave payments to Storm, uh, Stormy Daniels to keep her mouth shut about their illicit affair, which of course he denies them ever having. Michael Cohen, his attorney, did give her three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now, he testified under oath, under a sworn affidavit to the FEC, the Federal Elections Commission, that's sworn affidavit, so it's under penalty of perjury, that those were his own personal funds. Now, he has since reneged on that lie. He now says that he was lying under that sworn testimony, that he was lying to the FEC, and that Donald Trump gave him the $350,000. Alvin Bragg has used that to indict President Trump. How? This is how it works. First of all, if you have a, he's doing it under campaign finances. He's saying that that $350,000 given to Stormy Daniels, which is a non-disclosure agreement, which is totally legal, but he is, he is calling that a campaign finance violation because he was running for president at the time. It didn't come from the Trump campaign, but yet somehow Alvin Bragg has deemed it in his Twinkie-filled mind that that is an in-kind campaign donation. It's not an, it can't be, in order for it to be a campaign donation, it would have, or, or using, or not a campaign donation, take that back, an improper use of campaign funds, it would have to be coming from the Donald Trump for campaign account. It didn't. It either came personally from Donald Trump, which is what Michael Cohen, who lied under oath and then reneged on that lie, said, you know what? I was lying then. The truth is that Donald Trump gave me the money. Am I clear so far, guys? Okay. So if it was, for, in order for it to be a campaign finance violation, it would have to be coming from Donald Trump's campaign account. It did not. It either came from Donald Trump personally or Michael Cohen. So you have no crime. If it was a clerical error, the statute of limitations is two years. If it was a campaign finance violation, the statute of limitations is five years. But somehow, and by the way, this all occurred in 2016. You guys make sure my math is right. But 2016 was seven years ago, right? Seven years ago, and you have a choice of two to five years of, of statute of limitations. Now, what Alvin Bragg Twinkies is doing is he is saying that, of course, this was a campaign finance violation, which is, by the way, is a federal crime of which he has no jurisdiction. 
So how is this happening? I've told you this. And again, I don't want to, I don't want to be talking about this at nine o'clock, but it's very difficult for me because I'm very passionate about it because of my 25 years in law enforcement. I understand how the court system works. I'm not claiming to be some super cop. I'm just telling you, I understand how the court system works. It doesn't matter when there's no backstop to your constitutional rights. If you have Twinkies, is your state attorney. That's why I'm telling you. Move out of blue areas. Move out of blue states. Move out of blue areas inside of red states. Get out of there because you have no backstop for your constitutional rights. None. You're like, well, if I didn't commit a crime, I've got nothing to worry about. You still believe that? Donald Trump didn't commit a crime. It's at minimum two years past the statute of limitations and out of the jurisdiction of the one who's prosecuting him. And you believe that he somehow, his, his constitutional rights are, are, are left in place, are, are keeping him from being prosecuted, or that he didn't commit a crime is keeping him from being prosecuted. Whether you committed a crime or not has nothing to do with whether they'll persecute you via prosecution. Michael Flynn, Roger Stone, Alex Jones, Peter Navarro, Steve Bannon have all been persecuted through, through prosecution. If you, look at, if you look at Alex Jones alone, they get a, those were all civil lawsuits of which have cost him close to a billion dollars. He's bankrupt anyway. They're never gonna get, they're not gonna pull that blood out of a turnip. But all you had to do was get a leftist to fill out a probable cause affidavit. You get a probable cause, I'm going criminal now, probable cause affidavit, says that you committed a crime. All you need is a Soros-backed attorney, Twinkies, Alvin Bragg, got that. Then you go to a Obama judge or a Clinton judge, a leftist globalist judge, and the leftist globalist judge says, you know what? I know there's no crime on there, but I'm the judge, so we're going to indict him anyway. Or we're going to impanel a grand jury of your peers? What peers? If you're in a blue area, what peers do you have? You, you You think that I would get a fair trial? in Chicago with my podcast that would that would they would just show the podcast it wouldn't even matter what I was being charged with they just show the podcast in the midst of their their grand jury uh you know uh, trial their grand jury uh uh whatever you call it hearing grand jury hearing they just show my podcast over and over again and I'd just be automatically indicted no matter what the crime was it wouldn't matter that's exactly what's happening here there's no the statute of limitations to run out. Alvin Bragg doesn't even have the jurisdiction to charge Trump with a federal FEC uh, uh, violation. Of which, by the way, even Merrick Garland, who is nothing short of Mengele and Goebbels, even he passed on it. But luckily you got a good old Twinkies to come on in, bought and paid for by George Soros, one of the 75 state attorneys or district attorneys countrywide that has been bought and paid for and put in place by George Soros himself. So you just have a leftist, the same thing that happened in Mar-a-Lago, find a leftist state attorney to, 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 to file an affidavit. Again, I'll use the example that I always use. You said, you said somewhere at some Trump rally, you know, recently I spoke, I spoke at the uh, local Charlotte County Trump Club here. And I and say I said in the middle of that while I was being videotaped by some sort of, you know, operative inside of the Trump Club that I hate the Democratic Party. And a state attorney says, you know what? That sounds like sedition to me because the Democratic Party represents half of America. That sounds like sedition. 
So he fills in half days. John, no way. That's, that's exactly what happened to Bannon. It's exactly what happened to Navarro. It's exactly what happened to Michael Flynn. A FARA violation? Foreign Agents, Agent Registry Act? You, you, have, you, you charged Michael Flynn with FARA violations? You know what that's about? It's not about foreign agents like James Bond. Here I am, 844 already. It's not like for it's not, it's not, Farah would say charged Michael Flynn and then threatened to charge his son with other criminal infractions that his son never committed. And Michael Flynn was like, because of that, I'm going to, I'm going to save my son. I'm going to, I'm going to plead guilty until Sidney Powell saved him. Never forget, Sidney Powell saved him too. And Michael Flynn's a righteous man. But anyway, so a Farah violation which is Foreign Agents, Foreign Agent Registry Act. It's not like Foreign Agent Re- James Bond, espionage. That's somebody who simply is a lobbyist for a foreign entity, of which Dianne Feinstein has been for years. Many of them have been for years. No, it's Barbara Boxer, not Dianne Feinstein. Barbara Boxer went from the Senate into being a foreign agent under the FARA Act, totally legal, and she has been a lobbyist for the CCP. Legal right now. It's the way that it is. She never, she shouldn't be tried because it's legal. It's just like I would love to try Ilan Omar for passing two point five million dollars to her husband in her last campaign, the, the husband that's not her brother. But it's legal. Bernie Sanders done the same thing. It's how he became three house Bernie. It's campaign finance that he funnels through his wife. It's all legal. But you charge Michael Flynn with being an agent of a foreign country for why? Because after Trump got elected. He became his, what was it again, Aaron? Security, I can't remember what his title was. Yeah, see if you can find it for me. He became a, a, a part of the Trump administration was talking to foreign governments. Of course he is. He's a something security advisor, national security advisor. Yeah, national security advisor. So he's talking to other countries and they charged him with being an agent of a foreign, of a foreign country. It makes absolutely no sense. That's what everybody does. But again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether he committed a crime or not. Then in the 302s that Peter Strzok and his, and his, uh, his Goebbels Gestapo uh, compatriots inside of the FBI did with Michael Flynn, all saying that Michael Flynn didn't lie, then charged him with lying to the FBI. 302s is the forms that they fill out afterward attesting to what they heard and saw inside of their, in, inside of their investigations or their interviews. And all of the FBI agents who interviewed Michael Flynn said he was not lying but then charged them with lying. Why? Because all you gotta do is fill out an affidavit. Fill out an affidavit, have a district attorney who's a leftist, Soros bought and paid for leftist, say, you know what? Okay, I'm good with that. Give it to a judge, the impaneled grand jury of your peers, which are in a blue area, DC, Chicago, Austin, Texas. That's where Alex, that's where it started with Alex Jones. We gotta have a bunch of leftists who hate you. And you're like, well, I didn't commit a crime. Doesn't matter. You realize you can go to prison without committing a crime? All you have to, well, how do you go to prison without committing a crime? A judge finds you guilty of committing a crime you didn't commit. A committing a crime that doesn't exist. That's what's, happen, that's what's happening right now to Donald Trump. He, he's had an injur, a grand jury indictment against him for a crime that doesn't even exist. It doesn't exist. But yet that's what's happening. That's the state of the court system in our country right now. Let me just show you this as an example. Put it my first slide of the night, already 847. Conflict. Peter Strzok's wife, who is Biden's associate. This is just another example, just so you know, the reason why I'm talking about this. How many investigations right now are being conducted against Donald Trump? 40. It's actually 41. 40 investigations currently, right now. 
are being conducted against Donald Trump trying to get indictments. Of course, you know the one in Georgia with leftist shill meeting alone with Mark Elias from Perkins Coie, Brad Raffensperger, the state attorney, the, the Republican state attorney in Georgia. That's one of the many ones because Donald Trump called him up and said, hey, we need to get some votes out of this. That's not nothing wrong with that. Nothing. But here's just another example for you. Peter Strzok's wife, who is Biden's associate director of enforcement. Peter Strzok fired from the FBI for lying, for being a bold-faced lying perjurer. Uh, Peter Strzok's wife, who is Biden's associate director of enforcement at the SEC Security and Exchange Commission, is involved in the SEC's investigation of Trump's true social media platform. See, it's all, again, I would love to use the circle world. Circle, circle world, word. It's all a giant circle word. It's a giant symbiote of leftist globalist hacks. And just so you know, it may not have touched you and you think that you could get a fair trial because you haven't been touched yet. Ask the one six defendants. Even those who are guilty of crimes, they've been in there for over two years for misdemeanor crimes. Most misdemeanor crimes are an NTA, a notice to appear. You pay $37 and you're out. They've been, in, they've been in prison for two years. You, you honestly think, and I'm not, I know I'm, I'm yelling at the choir here, but there's still people that are absolutely delusional. They think they can get a fair trial. You're living in the state of Washington, Oregon, California, Illinois, or even purple states. Good luck. It depends on the area that you're living in. Or if you're a national figure, like they did to Alex Jones, they'll just get a warrant for you or a subpoena for you to a blue court. That's why we have, we need to have a, a firm federal, federal system being enforced in this country right now where there's non-extradition uh, agreements between states. Where you have a governor like DeSantis say, you know what, I'm not going to allow you to, to subpoena Tom Lipley in Chicago, Illinois, to Lori Lightfoot's courts and say that he has committed some sort of defamation against Lori Lightfoot. This is all they did against Alex Jones, where he's been convicted of def- defamation with civil crime, a civil infraction, but he has to pay a billion dollars. That's just persecution through prosecution. But you see how it all works. It's just a giant symbiote. The people that are investigating you are your political, ideological, and theological opponents. You can't get a fair shake. This is the SEC, uh, what's her title again? Director of Enforcement. She, Peter Strzok's wife, is investigating Donald Trump right now. It's a giant symbiote of leftist, globalist, persecution through prosecution, lawfare. It's just a giant symbiote of get your political enemies. And the people who are in power are the leftists in Washington, D.C. That's what's going on right here. The SEC recently issued subpoenas to True Social's parent company. Strzok, a known Trump hater, was fired from the FBI, but yet his wife... I mean, should you should she not recuse herself? Aaron, I'm off center on this video, on this camera, just so you know, unless it gets fixed when we change angles. But anyway, I just want you to know, so jump up and see what you say. But I just want you to see the symbiote because I want everybody to understand, although this may not have touched you yet, understand that the odds of getting a fair trial in this country are low in many areas, zero in others. You had better run to a blue state. Let's put on put it on full screen and see if I'm in the center of this thing. Go ahead, switch over. Switch me over. Switch me over. There you go. All right, here we go. Just want to make sure. All right, Andy, no video. Let's go to the next one. Switching to transgender. 
Of course, I want everybody to know today is transgender. What's the title? Let me get the title here. Uh, I got it here. No. No, that's Saturday. Yeah, my producer Aaron just said transgender day of vengeance. Was it? Day of visibility. I just want to, I want to wish everybody a happy transgender day of visibility day. I just wanted to wish you a very, a very, very happy transgender visibility day because that has now been uh, put in place by the Biden administration. How many days after the shooting? See if you can find that for me, Aaron. Six days? Is it, is it even six days? No, I didn't even mean six days. What, three days? It's this, this week, right? Yeah, I believe it was, it was the beginning of the week, Monday. It was either Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, see, find out for me as quick as you can. So, right, d- during the week of which, in which you had a transgender person, a woman identifying as a man, a woman named Audrey, calling herself Aiden, goes in and executes three Christians, six Christians, three children, three nine-year-olds, by the way. So she goes and executes them. And the response of the White House is, we're going to have Transgender Visibility Day three days after the shooting. Three days, got it. There we go. Three days after the shooting. That, so is that not saying congratulations to the shooter? You've accomplished something? Is, is, that, not, is, that, not, is that not saying, is that not opening the doors? Is, it, is that not a reward? A trophy to the shooter? Is that not instigating more? Sh- you know, you commit a shooting when you execute three Christians. And by the way, let me just say this. Merrick Garland refuses to call it a hate crime, even though they have her, manif- her, her, manif- her manifesto. Well, you can just open up her manifesto and it says why she committed the crimes. But yet now, three days later, he refuses, it, refuses to call it a hate crime. Was, was not Derek Chauvin? And, and when, when you had George Floyd die of a fentanyl overdose underneath Darren Ch- Derek Chauvin's knees, which did not cause any uh, constriction whatsoever, died of a fentanyl overdose with three times the lethal amount of fentanyl in his bloodstream, was that not called a white supremacist killing immediately? Was that not cr- called a white versus black hate crime? What, wasn't it by everybody, by, the, by, by all those involved in making the decisions as far as you do, the, the court system is involved? It was called a hate crime immediately. He's being federally charged with a hate crime. What, what evidence is there that Derek Chauvin is president at all? But yet three days later, with manifesto in hand, Merrick Garland's answer is, when he was asked by John Kennedy, senator out of Louisiana, is this not a hate crime? He says, no, well, the ATF's on the ground, FBI's on the ground, in Memphis, I mean, uh, Nashville PD's on the ground, and they haven't decided yet what the motivations of the crime were. Really, with their manifesto in hand? Really, can't figure that out yet when she shoots three kids, three adults, all Christians at a, at a school slash church that's called Covenant Christian something? No? That, that, I just want you to know that's the state of fear. I can sit here and complain all about all this. I'm not doing it to complain. I'm doing it to warn you. We do not have a blind system of justice. Our judicial system is an absolute cesspool. You cannot get a fair trial or hearing, civil or criminal, in any blue state. And that includes Washington, D.C., even though it's not a state. You cannot get a fair hearing. I'm telling you, you're like, I'm I'm innocent. Doesn't matter. If If the person that's filling out the affidavit doesn't care, the judge doesn't care, and the jury doesn't care, you're going to freaking prison. You're like, well, they'll feel bad. They'll know that they convicted an innocent man or woman. Oh, really? 
You think Michelle and Barack Obama feel bad? Biden feels bad. Kamala Harris feels bad. Nancy Pelosi feels bad. Chuck Schumer feels bad. They don't care. They will rot in prison. I mean, they will let you rot in prison. And never, never, they won't even, their conscience won't even percolate. Nothing. They're dead. They're demonic. They don't care. It's why you must take action if you live in a blue state and get the heck out of there. Right now. All right, let me just show you this. Going on to the transgender stuff. And again, happy Transgender Visibility Day, now institutionalized by the Biden administration. Well, now I guess until we're in power, that what is today, March 30th? That every March 30th now is now Transgender Visibility Day. Three days after a transgender female executed six Christians, three nine-year-olds in the midst of that. Andy No video, what do you think happens when a vulnerable population with high rates, as Andy No on Tucker, with high rates of psychiatric comorbidities is given hormones like candy. Play it for me. Can, can I ask you just a quick macro question? So one of the reasons that so many well-meaning middle-aged moms in this country have bought into support of the trans community is on the basis of the promise that it's liberation and this is kids when they finally express their true inner identity will be happier and better adjusted. But the incidence of violence and mental illness seems to be extraordinary. So it doesn't seem like people are being liberated. It seems like people are being tormented and driven to, driven to the brink of insanity. That Just watching, that seems clear. It's the exact opposite of liberation. We have mountains of evidence that people who suffer from gender dysphoria also suffer from very high rates of um, mental health comorbidities. Um, when you have this reality on top of people being fed cross-sex hormones and are also being in an environment where they are encouraged to have a violent hatred of wider society and you can see see this in the reaction before during and after this uh, this killing yeah you see all of their violence is being legitimized by dei and crt whether it's racial violence or transgender violence because they're being taught that people like you and i hate them which of course doesn't justify them committing violent acts they're being they're being taught that they're they're you know what what's the transgender day of violence what's that for it's Saturday and by the way it hasn't been called off yet put on by Antifa why is it because in the midst of that advertisement if you put it on Twitter they'll take you down why it's the truth Elon it's the truth they're putting it out why are you taking it down when a conservative puts it on their Twitter page when the left like Antifa is putting it on their Twitter pages why because they say in the midst of it transgenocide to stop transgenocide. What transgenocide? Again, I tell you, this is what the left does. They either cause a problem like a color revolution, that would be one six, or they just make, make up a, a problem out of thin air. Transgender, transgender genocide. Where? Where? I want to just show me pictures of all the guys dressed as girls and all the girls dressed as guys laying all over the road being genocided. I know that's not a word. Where's the Holocaust? Just, just show it to me. I, I will, I will I'll, I'll preach out against it. I, I will speak out against it. I certainly don't want any right-wing extremists, Christians, or anybody else hurting anybody. Period. So if it's really happening, then please show me the pics. Show me the videos of all these right-wing extremists butchering transgender people. Show me one, show me one video of a big white conservative man pulling the hair 
of a transgender man. Show me. Please show me. I'll be, I'll be glad to show it and say, knock it off. So it's all lies. So it empowers these people to commit violence because everybody's a racist. Everybody's uh, transphobic. Everybody wants to commit a genocide against you. Where's the genocide of white versus black? The crimes that are being committed racially right now are black versus white. Because the black, the black, this black generation has been taught through CRT and DNI that every uh, DEI that every white person is a threat to you. The number one threat to a to a black man is a white supremacist police officer, which happens 14 times a year, a year in a country of 400 million people. I know they all say 3:30. That's not right. 14 times a year, on average, it's 10 to 15 times a year. I'm going high end where a black man is shot unarmed by a white police officer or by police officer in general. 19 times a year it happens to the white community. Well, yeah, but you know, the white people, they make up 66% of the population. Yeah, but 66, 60% of the violent crime, 65% of the violent crime is committed by 13% of the, violent, uh, of the population, which is the black population. They're going to have far more police interactions when your 13% of the population commits 65% of the violent crime. Those are all the facts. That's what's true. I don't care about color. I care about facts. So you, now you have, as Andy Noe said, I just love, I love, I love the quote. What do you think happens, Andy Noe says on the Tucker Carlson interview, when a vulnerable population with high rates of psychiatric comorbidities is given hormones like candy and encouraged to foster a violent hatred of society? It's exactly, they hate, they, they're calling themselves so oppressed. I'm just thinking, I'm 54 years old. Aaron, you're 28? Aaron's 29, and we'll hold you. 42, and my wife, Ante. She's the same age as me, roughly. So there you go. I'm just, did any, is anybody in here, we're all white. We would all be considered to be bourgeois elitists, I guess, by the Democratic Party. So have you, has anybody in here ever oppressed a transgender person? Have you ever seen anybody you know oppress a transgender person? All the years in here, 30, 50, 40, 50, all of these years in here that are represented, not one time have I ever even interacted with a transgender person, let alone oppressed one. But yet they're sending, put it up, Aaron. They're saying that this is what, they have to have a transgender day of vengeance to stop transgender genocide. Where? Where? Where are all the bodies? Same thing with COVID. Where are all the bodies? that require this totalitarian response that allows the government to force vax, force mask, force lockdown. For what? Nothing. They will either create the problem, make the problem happen, create a virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, or just make it up out of thin air. That's what this is. And then they offer their totalitarian violent response. They, cl- they always call you and I Nazis. Really, what, 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 what right wing group has put out anything like this name it please show me send it to me send it they call us nazis which one looks more like a nazi we're we're the nazis no they're the nazis this is what they always do by the way they use the term democracy which they have redefined to usher in totalitarianism and wokeness video here's the indoctrination of your kids play for me do you think that boy can wear makeup Yes. And would you agree that makeup is for everyone? Yeah. Yeah? 
That's just from the Mets mainstream news in Canada, CBC News in Canada. That's that's considered to be normal now. Think about how, I mean, not, I mean, Aaron, when you and I started this podcast, that wasn't going on. Over the last three years and 15 days to flatten the curve, that wasn't happening. They wouldn't dare have a drag queen show three years ago when we started this podcast. But now just it's 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 perfectly fine to put it on national news. You got some guy there that looks some like some sort of morph between a gay wizard and a bisexual dragon talking to your kids about is it okay for girls to for guys to wear makeup. Hey, look at this guy. This is talking to your kids, Canada Canadians, in your classroom, in your public school. Amazing. I don't care where you stand politically. You really want your kids sexualized when they're how old are those kids in that picture? Six years old. You're going to have them sit there and be sexualized by this guy? Right, let's go to the next one. Jocelyn Barry. I had to show you this. This is old. I know it's old. It's already been resolved. She's already been fired. But I have a point in showing you this. This is the press secretary for the governor, the fraudulently elected governor of Arizona. This is, this is what she put out. She's been fired for this. She wouldn't have been. If we wouldn't have said anything, then we know Katie Hobbs would let her would let her keep her job. Now, this was put out. Imagine if you or I would have done this. And how did this ever survive on Twitter, Elon? If we all are getting banned for putting up the left's own poster of Trans Day of Vengeance, then how did this ever stay up? And by the way, this was a gift. This was an action movie. It was taken down, so I couldn't use it. This woman's walking. This is a gift. She's actually moving with her guns in her hand. But I don't have that version because it was taken down. After, after we, we, put, we put out you know, alerts about it, after, the, after right-wingers said this ought to alarm people and brought it to the attention of people, otherwise it'd still be up. This is Jocelyn Berry. She put this out. She is the press secretary for the governor of the state of Arizona. She put this out. And when was this put out? Us, when we see transphobes. Oh, that happened before the shooting. No, no. It happened the day of or within 36 hours of the shooting. After. After the shooting. A day to 36 hours after the shooting. That's my rough estimate. I can tell you flat out, that's just an estimate, it was after the shooting. So after a transgender woman shoots three nine-year-olds to death and three, three other adults, six people at a Christian school. That is how the left is. You think you're going to get a fair trial from people like this? You think you're, listen, this is why you, you're safe if you enact the word of God. And I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. You need to bind murder from your life. These people are not safe. This is this is not this isn't a transgender radical well, she is but she's hiding it she's camouflaging it. This is somebody who's the press secretary of the governor of one of the largest states in the union, Arizona. Just flagrantly comes out right after the shooting and puts out a post like this. You think we you have a fair judicial system? You think you think you think that you are safe outside of the protection of the Holy Ghost? You better get Jesus on your side. Don't be, don't, don't just, don't just depend on your guns. I'm telling you, our culture is in a precipitous decline and it only took two years of Joe Biden. We were doing great before that with the exception of the COVID response. Go to the next one for me. Well, I just wanted to confirm to you who this person was. 
Now she's no longer the press secretary of the governor because, you know, when he put out somebody toting two revolvers and saying we're looking for transphobes, you get fired. If it's discovered, if it's a political problem for the governor, if it didn't cause her a political problem, you know what? She wouldn't be fired. Why wouldn't she be fired? Because that's what the governor believes in too. That's what Katie Hobbs believes in too. That's who she was. Just wanted to show that to you. She was the press secretary for the governor. Put up the next one for me, Will. Here's a side-by-side statement uh, from the uh, from the office of Governor Hobbs, Phoenix. The officer, the office of Governor Hobbs, released the following statement: The governor does not condone violence in any form. This administration holds mutual respect at the forefront of how we engage with one another. The post by the press secretary is not reflective of the values of this administration. Of the administration. The governor has received and accepted the resignation. She wasn't even fired. She just resigned. There you go. So I was wrong. She didn't even get fired. She resigned. Probably would have been fired because of, because of it being political, politically expedient for the governor. But it, she would never have been fired if it didn't actually cause the governor any political problems. And she never would have been fired. All right, let's go to the next one, Will. Uh, Jack Posobiec video. Here, here, now here is, you, we're called the insurrectionists. We're called the Nazis. But who is it that's actually, if it's a Nazi, that would be a violent person. Who's, who's committing all the violence? I, again, I just don't see where, where are the Trump supporting violent people? Oh, one, six, one, okay, well, first of all, that's two years ago, two years and two months ago. And who instigated that violence is very much a question mark. So who is actually committing the violence? This is the house floor in tennessee where obviously uh, this may not be in nashville but i'm not sure where they're where there's what where their state capital is located but this is leftist now storming the state capital and disrupting the state capital inside of tennessee play for me will So who is it that's committing the insurrections? And that's not the only one either. The same thing happened in Kentucky. So who is it that's actually committing these acts of violence while simultaneously accusing you of doing that which they're doing? Of course, the classic projection. But just understand how it works. I want to just give you a, the, a, a, what happened in Ukraine. It's what they did in Ukraine, how they, how they got rid of a duly elected prime minister of Ukraine and put installed the puppet Zelensky. And by the way, he's a puppet of Putin. He's a puppet of the CCP and a put uh, and a puppet of Joe Biden all together because they're all globalists. It's all in it together for their own personal aggrandizement and riches. They're all in it together. It's all this. Everybody who thinks there's wars and heroes and all that. And I love the militaries, raise the military family, love true military men and women. I do. I love them all. And they're, they're selfless. But understand you're going to wars to fight on, the, on behalf of the bourgeois leftist elitists of the world. For their self-interest, not yours. Not for freedom or anything else, for their self-interest. But as, what, what happens is, what this is what they did in Ukraine. They did what's called a color, color revolution. What do you do? You go out and you form a crowd. You form, which, which is what's happening right now in Israel, by the way. Which is just a which is which is a path that they are showing leftists in America what to do when Donald Trump wins the presidency in 2024 and takes over in 2025. 
But what you do is you start a color revolution. You get protesters out protesting the duly elected government. And then what you do is you got to create violence in the crowd. So you have you have your your operatives inside the police department or the you know the federal police department, FBI, and operatives in the crowd. Then you warn the government. You know your joke. This is what the, this I've got a whole video on this. I got I got I got to play it. It's way better. The video is way better than what I'm saying. This is what the Obama administration did, 2014. You have these demonstrations in the Capitol in Kiev, and you're and you put out a warning from the United States. We appreciate the protests. Make sure you speak to the government that you want to get rid of. Make sure such and such administration that you treat the protesters peacefully. But your operatives inside of the police department and your operatives in the crowd start physical confrontations. And it start, and then you're saying, look at the government attack the protesters. So now you, you say, you know, because the government is violent, they don't deserve to be in power. That's a very simplistic explanation, but that's exactly what happened. That's what's called a color revolution. Damn, that sounds very familiar. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Sounds very familiar to 1-6 where you had instigators inside the Capitol wearing MAGA gear that were FBI informants, FBI assets, or FBI agents inside the Capitol before the Capitol was breached, which breach has now been, re- has been redefined as Capitol police officers opening the doors. That's a breach. So when before the Capitol was breached, and F- an FBI director, Chris Ray, refuses to answer the question, did you have FBI assets, informants, or FBI agents inside of the Capitol with MAGA gear on prior to the Capitol being breached? He refused to answer because it could jeopardize an investigation that's three and a half years old. So you have people on both sides, and you get violence instigated. You got your assets in the crowd, and you got your assets in the police department. Whether it's federal police or whether it's whether it's local police, because Muriel Bowser's cops just got caught lying themselves about their own acts during the the one six insurrection. Of course, how do you insurrect when you're not trying to take over the government with no guns? But I don't want to get too deep in that. So here we go. Back to transgender post millennial uh, tweet. California moves ahead. Get this now. Moves ahead. We're talking about transgender now. I know I go along lots of tributaries, but we're back to transgender. California moves ahead with state-sanctioned kidnapping bill. Tom, that, that's, that's just hyperbolic. No, it's not. It's absolutely true. Th- these are the same people who want you to be able to abort your child 28 days after he's born. Tom, they cannot be that bad. They are that bad. You need to accept it. That's why I, I, I'm always, leave this up for me. This is why I'm always on the Christians and the conservatives. You have these people, and you're like, I, I hate that. I can't believe that they would actually kidnap. What's this about? Leave it up for me now. What's this about? This is about if you don't allow your kid to, to transition, the state will come over, come and take custody of your kid, lop off their nuts, lop off their breasts, lop off their testicles, and do it themselves. That's what this is about. You're like, that's impossible. They want you to be able to strangle your own kid to death 27 days after he's born. You, this is how bad it is. And so here's my point. This is what I always get on the Christians and conservatives about. You're like, I hate that. I can't believe that would happen. I can't believe they would allow you to strangle your own kid to death 26 days after they're born. And then you take their vaccine. I don't get it. I don't get you people. Honestly, I, I just don't get it. I know I'm not screaming at the choir. I know most of you are already on board, but there's always a couple people. Oh, I can't stand them. They, they butcher the unborn. 
They're, they're globalists, the World Economic Forum. Yuck, oh, gross, communism, gross, socialism, gross, gun grabbing, gross, transgenderism, I can't stand it. Oh, the radical homosexual agenda, I can't stand it. All of which is Albert Borla from Pfizer, and then you take his vaccine. You said that you, you, have, you have such animus towards all that, and the people that you have the most animus towards, that you trust the least, you take a metal rod full of their vaccine injected into your bloodstream. Amazing to me. I don't get it. Three years into 15 days to flatten the curve and the state of emergency was just ended yesterday. Yesterday, it actually is ended early. It's not actually officially ended because the president hasn't signed off on it yet. So we're gonna make it all the way to April. So it will be officially three years of 15 days to flatten the curve. And then you take their vaccine. I I don't get it. Why, Why would they suddenly sprout virtue? Why would they suddenly sprout morality? When they do things like this, why would they suddenly have morality when it comes to vaccinating you? When they already hate you, when they would abort you in the womb, why would they suddenly care about your health? Amazing to me how delusional people are. Well, you know, it's the United States. It's the healthcare system inside the United States run by liberals, run by people who hate you, run by globalist, leftist, bourgeois elitists who want to lower the Earth's population. You take their vaccine. California moves ahead ahead with a state-sanctioned kidnapping bill that would allow therapists to take children from families without notice or provocation. There you go. You don't don't voluntarily lop off your son's penis because he says he's eight years old. He feels like a girl. You know, you know, we need to lie to him. Hey, hey, honey, schedule him an appointment to get his nuts lopped off and invert his penis. And maybe, maybe, maybe if we can save up enough money, we'll put on some prosthetic breasts for him. And it'll look, by the time he hits puberty, man, he's going to look just like a 13-year-old girl. You don't do it, state will come and do it for you. Take your kids. Get out of blue states. Let's go to the next one. Fox News tweet. You don't believe me? Here's another one. Georgia. Georgia Dem takes heat for claiming every child in the state is hers. Yeah. Does, does she not understand how creepy this is? No, they don't. That's how they are. They believe every kid is boredom. I love how they're all allegedly these uh, people filled with compassion for children. Child advocates, the very ones, if you have a three-year-old, they would have killed in the womb three, three, three years and a day ago. But that's how, that's how the left feels. Your kids are theirs. You don't lop their nuts off, they'll do it for you. You don't put them on puberty blockers, turn them into a, an active shooter at a Christian school, they'll do it for you. Got to have those active shooters. Got to lower that earth's population. Just kill us off a couple more Christians. Let's go to the next one. Five times August video. These people are not well. This is in the state of Florida. Play it for me. Hi, I was once a trans youth, and now I'm a happy 22-year-old trans adult student at New College of Florida. This is my health care. Ma'am, okay. Don't tread on it. Senator Yarbrough has militarized the Florida GOP into the genital Gestapo. Ron DeSantis wants trans people dead. You are committing genocide. I grew up in Germany in the aftermath of Nazis, and what you people are doing is no different. This is transphobic, it is cruel, and you really should be ashamed. What you are doing by signing this bill is an act of war. The way it is as it is now, my people will die. And that blood, if you support this bill, will be on your hands. I'm 12 years old, I'm non-binary. If you pass this bill, many of us will die. I deserve to live as long as all of you. We are humans too. 
When I was two, I wanted to kill myself. By the time I was 15, I attempted to slice my own breasts off. I went to the ER because I was bleeding out. I'd also like to implore you all to remember that less than a week ago, gun laws were, uh, gun law restrictions were loosened. And anyone who thinks it's a good idea to come and take my child, I dare you. Every time that I look at you guys in this committee, I realize more and more that you guys want to commit trans genocide and that our blood is on your hands. I am the parent of a transgender child who is almost eight years old, and we are at the beginning of our journey. And what you're doing is taking away life-saving potential opportunity for me and my family. Every 45 seconds, a trans person makes an attempt on their life, meaning that one happened every two speakers that you saw this very moment. 10 years ago, that was me. And one year ago, that was one of my siblings. And tomorrow, it will be the children of people in this room. Your vote on this bill determines if that 45 seconds becomes 30. So we're, we're allegedly the ones that they need to be worried about as far as guns. Who makes the gun threats? That woman in the video says that if you try to take my kid, I'm going to use the new less restrictive gun laws in Florida to kill you if you come try to take my kids. Now, it, it, that, so there's the hypocrisy there, which of course is hierarchical hypocrisy. But then again, she's talking about taking kids. Who's the ones that are going to take kids? That would be the people in favor of transgenderism. Not those, who's, I don't want your transgender kid. I'm not going to come and try to take your transgender kid. Let him be transgender. You looked at the one woman in there who looks like an absolute bull dyke lesbian with her chopped off hair and her purple hair and her butch cut saying, my kid's transgender. Well, I wonder why your kid's transgender. Because you've talked them into it their whole life. You, you know, you don't have to decide whether you're a girl or a boy. Just because you have a penis doesn't mean you're a boy. Just because you have a vagina doesn't mean you're a girl. That's what the kids heard their whole life. Of course, that's what they are. Anybody, anybody can brainwash a one-year-old, a two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old and put up that woman. And just so you know, I have no interest in knowing whether you have a vagina or not. None. I don't need you to testify about it. I don't care. I don't care what you have underneath that tent that you call a shirt. No interest at all. And then the last assertion, many of us will die. Where? Show me the bodies. I smashed the living crap out of somebody on Twitter. Because I'm like, you're causing transgenders to die. I said, where? Give me, give me one law that caused transgenders to die. Give me it. Give me one legislative action. One law. One thing that's been pushed forward by a Republican or Democrat. Show me one video of your persecution. Show me one picture of your persecution. Show me anything. Now, when a transgender person is ever persecuted, if anything, everybody bends out. I won't. Just so you know. You're more than welcome. You're transgender. Come into Foundation Church. More than welcome. Walk on in. I'm not calling you by your preferred pronoun. Whatever I think you are is what I'm calling you, period. You may fool me. I don't know. Hardly ever, but but I don't, I'm not, I'm not, if anything, everybody bootlicks them and butt kisses them. Yes, they start screaming at you for not calling them the right pronoun. The person starts, bows to them and starts calling. If it's a guy, he wants you to call her a ma'am. No, I mean, that, that's what people always do. Okay, ma'am. Okay, ma'am. No. So here we, so remember now, this is, I've already shown you. This is what this, this is what this video is about from Kareem Jean-Pierre. I play it in the pregame. I'm going to play it one more time now. It's like 10 seconds, 18 seconds, something like that. This is now we are on the, we are having the transgender visibility day. Did I get that right, Will? Is that right? So I want everyone, again, 
Now that I've gotten to this segment of the show, I want to wish everybody, once again, I don't know what the decor will be. Lopped off penises and breasts, I guess. That will hang all over the wall. Those will be our, those will be, oh, you know, it's so sad to take our transgender visibility decorations down. You know, it seems like right when you put them up, you got to put them, break them right back down. Like the tree will, you know, you have the Festivus pole. So I guess the tree will be like a limp penis that was lopped off of some kid. You're like, Tom, you shouldn't talk like that. You're a pastor. Why? That's the truth. So they want to do lop. I guess, I guess that will be the decor on top of the limp penis with well, the, you know, the Christmas balls will actually be the, the <laughs> transgender visibility day lopped off testicles that we all hang on the tree. So I just want to wish everybody, you know, I'm sick enough that I may just, if I, there's only one person sicker in this room than me, and that's my producer, Aaron. And if I put them on it, we could actually find decor. I know, I know, don't do it. Don't do it, I won't be able to resist it. Don't put it up, I won't be able to resist it. Plus we'll get banned off of everything for nudity or something. So don't put any penises up or dildos, I'm telling you, don't do it. I know you, I know you, don't do it. So in the midst of it, three days later, we have Transgender Visibility Day is now established on March 30th for perpetuity till we take it down when we need to immediately. But here again is what, and in response to the violence that was just committed by a transgender, and the only people that are actually committing violence are transgender people. Nobody is committing violence against transgender people. The only people committing violence and threatening violence are transgender people. And here is KJP's response. Play it for me. And one of the things that we saw during the midterm elections is that People don't want their freedoms to be taken. They want us to fight for their freedoms. And so it is shameful, it is disturbing, and uh, our hearts go out to uh, the, those, the trans community as they are under attack right now. But The trans community is under attack, says the press secretary of the president of the United States. Where? Show me the videos. I will gladly play them. Show me the videos. If you are a transgender idiot that's watching right now, send me the videos. I will play them on the TLP. It's 512 people watching right now over our various platforms. Don't believe the numbers on Facebook. Although these are the numbers that Facebook has put out. They show us always like between two or 300 people or whatever. They're not accurate. But I mean, that's what we actually have. 512 people that are watching right now. I will play them. And then we get thousands more watch after this. I will put them on the TLP. Show me all these white supremacist terrorists or black supremacist terrorists, Asian supremacist terrorists, Latino supremacist terrorists attacking transgender people. I'll be glad to play them on the TLP and call them out for doing it because it's sin and they should never do that. And so let me show you this little, let me, let me show you this little progression here. Uh, a sunny McSunny face tweet in the aftermath of a trans activist murdering children, Biden proclaims a national day to honor trans activists, the proclamation of trans day, transgender day of visibility. So go to the next one, just so you know it's official. There it is from the White House, a proclamation henceforth, just like the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, the Gettysburg Address. Now we have the proclamation of a bunch of stupid people, mentally deranged people, men dressing up as women, women dress, dropping, dressing up as men, who claim that nobody's tolerating them. You know what, here's the thing. Totalitarian, leave this up. Totalitarianism is any time that you demand that I accept something. Whether it's politically acceptable or not. Even if, if I demanded that you acknowledge Jesus as Lord, that's totalitarianism. He didn't do it. Why would I? 
even though I'm right, even though they're completely wrong with transgenderism, if you're, even though it's an approved narrative, if you push it on people and force people to do it, it's totalitarianism. If you force people to eat right, totalitarianism. Force people to take a vaccine, even if a vaccine worked, which of course we know this one did nothing but kill people. It's totalitarianism. It doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. If you force it on somebody, it's totalitarianism. It's not, it's not freedom. But here we go. Proclamation of a tr- on transgender day of visibility. Mark that down. Just like Christmas, December 25th, or Thanksgiving, last Thursday of October. Now March 30th will be the transgender day of visibility from this moment on. Go to the next one for me. Here's the narrative from Teen Vogue. Kids reading this? On transgender day of visibility. It's already out. Proclaimed today and already in Teen Vogue today. On trans, look at that, look out. It's already, it's already true because this is Goebbels propaganda style stuff. Act like this has been a heritage thing in America for years. On transgender, transgender day of visibility, it's time to finally stop policing trans rage. <laughs> so you know you don't arrest anybody for shooting Christians. Don't don't arrest, don't police trans rage because they're justified. At DNI told them they are. CRT told them that they are. The globalist leftist bourgeois elite who's simply using them as a vehicle to usher in totalitarianism and then will be the first one to execute them later and cast them aside later, the globalist bourgeois elite who laugh at them behind closed doors as they use them to usher in the globalist narrative. But now, right now, currently using them. But I love this. It's, now they don't want you to police the rage because endlessly they want the crime rate to go up so they can bring down, bring in totalitarian measures to stop the crime wave that they instigated that they caused. They either cause it or make it up and then offer their solutions. So now they, they don't want, I guess they don't want Audrey Hale, who called herself Aiden, who executed three Christians. I mean, six Christians. I keep saying three because it's those three nine-year-olds executed six Christians three days ago that nobody should police her. I guess we shouldn't have sent in the police officers and shot her dead because we don't want to police trans rage because it's totally justified. Just like black rage is justified. There's all the race they've been taught through CRT. They've been taught through DEI. They've been taught by Project 1619, whatever it is, They've been taught, you know what? All white people are racist. All white people want to genocide you. So you know what? I might as well just be proactive and genocide them first or beat them up first or kill them first. Endless videos, endless videos of mobs of of black Americans looting stores, black Americans. I showed a video of, I don't know, how many kids do you think? I mean, how many men do you think it was, Aaron? 30? Attacking a 12-year-old girl? 12-year-old, like, what could she have possibly done? You know, like, Tom, you're a racist. They're going to call me a racist anyway. It's got nothing to do with that. It has to do with what those people have been taught. If the white people were doing it to black, black people, I'd be saying the exact same thing. What justifies you in committing an act of violence against another human being? Racism doesn't justify it. Words don't justify it. Pro- proclaimed proclaimed uh, genocidal threat that has no manifestation in reality does not justify it. A projected threat does not justify it. An assumed threat does not justify it. Go to the next one for me, Will. Fox News. Biden says transgender people shape our nation's soul. Really? Oh my gosh, I should have, I should have put together a bunch of videos on, on transgenders talking. Though these are an official proclamation. Look at where we're at. And this is why, oh, Tom, you say this there. I know. 
to the Christians who are watching, because judgment begins at the house of the Lord, 1 Peter 4, 17. That's why you get it first. It goes down the descending order. Christians, conservatives, centrists, libertarians, leftists, whatever. This is why you don't put masks on. Because you have, put that back up for me, Well, just real quick, so I have, there you go, thank you. This is why you don't put a mask on. Here we are, all the uh, people from Foundation Church. We're on Facebook. I just don't understand why people get upset about wearing masks as they left my church because I refused to bow, to bow to any of that crap. Putting on a mask, which is a bold-faced lie, doesn't stop a virus anyway. But we're all going to play pretend. Oh, it gives me meaning in life to act like there's an existential threat against me so I can put a mask on and be virtuous finally in my life. Go, go join the military. Go be a police officer. You want to do something that changes people's life? Go, go be a paramedic. Go to medical school. Do something. Instead of putting on a mask and getting another tattoo, actually do something that accomplishes something. This is why you don't put masks on, Foundation Church people. And I know the ones who are watching probably doesn't apply to them. I'm just telling you. This is why you don't, because not just, not not three years later, you got Trump kicked out, and that bar, his response to COVID is what caused him to caused him to lose to lose the he didn't lose the election, but allowed there to be a fraudulent election that caused him to lose the presidency because of his response to COVID. This is why you don't, because just a mere three years later, we have fentanyl pouring over the southern border. Pouring over 250,000 illegals a month, crossing the southern border. Transgender shooting up a Christian school. And the president, the president of the United States declaring a transgender day of visibility and proclaiming, proclaiming with a proclamation that transgender people shape our nation's soul. Why did that happen? Because you put a mask on. Because you social distanced. Because you stayed at home with your totally, completely healthy family and quarantined against the virus, scaring the living crap out of your kids against a virus that is no threat, no, no threat to them or you. But you, you had, everyone has to play pretend. Oh, here we are now. We today. Uh, we put we got a, a big uh, piece of cardboard and we glued leaves to it on on, on quarantine day seven. And you thought you were virtuous? No, you ushered this in. Congratulations. Congratulations. You're like, Tom, you shouldn't beat up on people. People have come around. The people who have said they were wrong, because I've done lots of stupid things in my life, you're fine. All good. Repentance is met with complete exoneration with Tom Lipley. Totally. You repent, you come out and say I was wrong, I'm fine. You're completely exonerated. Completely cleared. But if not, shove it shove it and those of you who are pretending there's a local pastor here who locked down for freaking months months it may have been a year and now he jokes about covid acts like how could anybody be so stupid he's so lucky god won't let me because i would do a video series on him alone and his stupid crap as he injects his kids puts on his mask has his stupid videos out his church had masks with the church name on it so lucky God won't let me come after you yet. Right, let's go on. Here we go. Staying in transgender. Lance videos. Is that where I'm at, Will? Yes, transgender encourages people to fight in Tennessee. Play it for me. Trans people in Tennessee, it's time to fucking fight. Trans allies in Tennessee, it's time to fucking fight. Trans women, if they lock you up for identifying as a woman, 
fight, resist. You're gonna die anyways. We're going to die anyways. It's time to fucking resist. Fight them, hurt them. It's All right, so there you go. Where's the right wingers making videos like this? Hey, where are the right wingers doing this? Play it for me, Will. So there you go. Now, I just wanted to show you this because this is in Kentucky. Where, where are we doing anything like this? We're called the Nazis. We're called the insurrectionists. Where? Where, how, where are we insurrecting? Where, where, how are we the Nazis? Are we banning books? Are we censoring? Are we slaughtering, slaughtering the unborn? Are we doing mRNA, Mengele-style experiments on 5 billion people? No, they are, but yet they call us the Nazis. No, they are the Nazis. They call you that which they are. They just redefine everything is all they do. They just redefine democracy as authoritarian. They redefine censorship as a disinformation governance board. And they, 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 they redefine uh, censorship as, you know, we're, we're trying to get rid of disinformation. It's all, it's all a joke. But here's the true insurrectionist. We don't do anything like this. We don't act like this. They do. You think that we're the threat? They, they say that we're the threat to transgenders? Who's the real threat? Us or that guy? Look at that guy. All right, let's move on. So here we go. Let's go to climate. And I want to tell you this real quick as we go to climate. Remember the agenda. I wrote a list here. How many things? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. About 11 things, 11 tactics. There may be more of the globalist agenda. The globalist agenda is what? To leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point, CBDC currency, social credit system, a singular access point controlled by, governed by a, ter- a tyrant or a tyrannical government. That's all explained in the book of Revelation, chapter 13 and 14, where all the modern-day Christians think is folklore. They, all, the, all the modern-day Christians think that the book of Revelation is a right-wing conspiracy theory. No, it's happening right before your very eyes with the proliferation of vaccine passports, CBDC, and social credit systems, where the largest country in the world is already totally and completely controlled by that, i.e. China. The 11 tactics are create pandemics, Create vaccines to get the vaccine passports. CBDC, social credit system. Climate change. That's the one we're going to go over now. Abortion. Transgenderism. LGBTQ. Activism. Gun grabbers. Those are all tactics of the globalist agenda to leverage you into a one world commerce system. You're like, that won't be a problem. I'll keep cash. I just said one world commerce system. Controlled with a singular access point. Controlled by a tyrant. Cash has no meaning. Gold has no meaning. Real estate has no meaning. It's like gas stations have no meaning once everybody's forced into having an EV. No meaning, all for control. If you have an EV, they can shut your power off. If you have a social credit system and CBDC currency, then they can shut your money off. You don't have access to gas. You don't have access to Walmart. You don't have access to pay your property taxes, so they come and confiscate your property, even your compound. And I'm not against compounds. I'm just telling you, that's just the way it is. That's why you stand now. You vote correctly now. You restrain now. You let your yes be yes and your no be no now. Period. You don't worry about offending people. They're going to be offended anyway. doesn't matter what I do, I'm going to be called a racist. I'm white. They're going to call me a racist. Period. And what's so funny is, is that people who are black that are on the left, Call the white liberals racist. It's so funny to me. I mean, it has to so deep, I can't get into all facets of it, but it's just hysterical. 
All right, facts matter video. Due to how successful, this is all about, the now they've come up with, the doctor has now done it. The first ever, I told you, it's all the same agenda using different tactics, and those tactics merge. So we had the first ever climate change diagnosis. Play for me. For the first time ever, a woman was just diagnosed with having climate change. What happened was that over in Canada, there was a summer heat wave, which led to several wildfires as well as associated smoke. And as this was happening, a woman in her 70s was admitted to the emergency room because she was suffering from diabetes as well as heart failure. The doctor, upon seeing her, said that her generally frail condition was worsened by the heat wave, and so therefore, he put the words climate change onto the patient's chart. And this might actually become a new trend, because this diagnosis came right on the heels of an article that was published in the Lancet Medical Journal, where you had over 100 health experts say that climate change posed the greatest global risk to human health, as well as, quote, the greatest opportunity to redefine the social and environmental determinants of health. And so let me ask you, do you think that all the powers that the government grabbed during COVID the mandates, lockdowns, passports, and so on, do you think that they will be used again in the near future to fight climate change? There you go. So they merged, they merged together. Couple of things with this. I could spend, it's 9.40, we, I could spend till 10.30 talking about this. Everything that the vaccine does will now be called long COVID or some other excuse, like climate change. But they merge everything together, but it's all a singular agenda with tactics that occasionally merge together. And that's exactly, you notice, you notice like when I, when I showed you the video where you had the transgender activists speaking at the hearing in Florida, that was the new college hearing that Ron DeSantis, cause he basically shut down new college and their CRT DEI programs because millions and millions of dollars are going into like four kids per year, graduating from an institution with like 60 professors making $200,000 a year to train kids how to be reverse racist. But what, 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 this is what they do. They simply use these tactics to usher in the agenda where now you have a diagnosis of climate change because it's all part of the same narrative. And those kids at that hearing, what were they doing? They all had masks on. They came up, they either slit, not all of them, but some of them had masks because that's, that's just, that, that's, that's their swastika. That's their 2023 swastika. It shows their allegiance. It does nothing. They know it does nothing, but it shows, you know what? I'm part of the program. I'm a supporter of the globalist left. That's what they're, that's all that, a, that's all that a mask is at this time. When all the studies did not come out and said they're completely useless. All right, Concerned Citizen video. I love, this is a great video. This is out of Leeds, L-E-E-D-S, which is a town in Great Britain, which they are transforming into a 15 minute city because they say 15 minutes cities are necessary so they can lessen global CO2 emissions. I'll let this video speak for itself. We'll talk about it afterwards. Play it for me, Will. This used to be a double road and they've um, extended the pass and taken it down to single traffic. That's uh, one-way traffic. If you look, they've changed all the traffic lights and there's cameras on every uh, top of the traffic lights. They face downwards as well so they capture your face. There's also these black type scanners, don't know what that's for. Um, so I'm just showing you coming up to the end of the road and again on top of the lampposts, every lamppost has got the cameras. Um, again, they face forward and down, they have scanners on them, um, so they capture people as they cross the road, their faces. Um, these are all the new bike lanes, these used to be roads and they've taken all the roads out, kept one road, but this used to be a multi-road and they've taken it all out 
put bike lanes in. They've done this everywhere throughout Leeds, but this is just the city centre. They're still working on this part over there. They're making it pedestrian only, so they took all the roads out, um, all the main loop system that would go around the city centre. So we're just coming to the end here now, and if you look on top of the lamppost again, every lamppost, every crossing has these cameras. Um, and they face downwards across. They're basically capturing all faces um, in the direction that pedestrians. It's it's so weird, and it, it it's right out of Proverbs chapter twenty four. Says rescue those who are being led away, basically led away to the slaughter. Oh, hold them back from their doom. And you have all these people walking around, these little compliant sheep. Some of them with their still their stupid masks on, not realizing that they are being ushered into total and complete totalitarianism. The associate producer Will said over there, you know, the Nazis can learn a thing or two from these people. Absolutely. And here's how I'll put that with the same thought. Yeah, that you have demons who are, of course, are eternal beings, just like your soul, just like angels, just like God himself. They'll live forever. They're going to burn in hell for all of eternity. But right now, the prince of the power of the air, they're allowed to be loosed on the earth. So the same demons that were controlling Adolf Hitler are alive. They are watching right now. Man, this is new. This is fantastic. We can, we can up our game. 15-minute cities where you have cameras mounted everywhere for facial recognition. Oh, but don't worry, Tom. That's all for convenience. So it's very easy for you. They take a picture of you. Everything CBDC currency. So you walk up to your local Coke machine and just read your face. And so you get a Coke easier. So how hard is it to get a Coke now? How much, how much will you sacrifice for convenience? It's not even, even, and by the way, tech always goes down. So I know basically every time I've ever put a quarter in a machine, it works. How many times is facial recognition going to not work? We all know that. Every day at my house, about four o'clock at night, four o'clock in the afternoon, I have no internet, nothing every day. So you, they have cameras everywhere. They've, they've shut down roads, transformed. Now you can only go one way and that doesn't bother any of the sheeple that are walking around. I don't even want to call them sheeple. I want to call them sheeple, the seals. I want to know. You want it? You want another sardine? That's how the people live. You walk around and they're taking away all your freedom right in front of your eyes. And you don't dare say a thing because you don't want to be deemed uncompliant. You don't want to be deemed a conspiracy theorist. You want to be deemed as somebody who lacks cooperation. Oh yeah. Jesus was real cooperative Christians. He, he, he followed every order, didn't he? And not at all. Ended up crucified on a cross between two criminals. They have their very freedom being taken away right in front of their very eyes. They don't do a daggum thing about it. All it's walking around. It's total and complete sheeple. Because those of us, you know what? We're kind of bougie. And we're a little bit, we're a little bit elitist at times. Because we're thinking, how could that have ever happened in 1930s Germany? Oh, yeah. Well, that'll never happen. America's already happened. Already happened. Vaccine mandates locking you down. All for, all for something you can't see. That doesn't kill anybody you know. Oh, I know this one person who's the mom of a mother of a mom. I saw so many of those stories on Facebook. And the, only, and the people that, the most of the people that died of COVID in the, in the United States were from the very people who are allegedly protecting them the most. Andrew Cuomo, Gretchen Whitmer, Tom Wolfe, Gavin Newsom, all sent, all sent COVID-infected patients into nursing homes with 80 and 90 year olds who couldn't have gotten a common cold and lived. All on purpose, 16,000 in New York alone dead because of Andrew Cuomo. Dead! 
because of him. And it's, it's just so odd to me to see that. And what's so weird is, so there in, in Leeds, Great Britain, and this is all because of CO2 emissions, which nobody, as they can't define what a woman is, they can't define what an assault rifle is. You just had the DHS secretary in front of, in front of a senatorial hearing asked point blank, Department of Health and Human Services, what is the gun? Give me the characteristics of the gun that you want to ban. And he goes, uh, AK-47. Give me the characteristics of it. They don't know what semi-automatic is. They don't know anything. You know, they, all, they constantly say, we want to ban semi-automatic weapons. Okay, well, no police officer will have it then. Every police officer is carrying a six hour nine millimeter, a Glock nine millimeter, a Smith & Wesson nine millimeter, all of which stupid idiots are semi-automatic. They can't define what an assault rifle is. They can't define what a woman is. They can't define what a CO2, what, give us the definition of what is the CO2 problem. How much CO2 is the problem? They don't have any answers for it because they just created it out of thin air, use it as a vehicle to usher in their totalitarian response to a problem that doesn't exist. That's what it is. And you have the sheeple, the sheeple just walking, just give me another study. And so they're shutting down, they're making these 15 minute seats where you can get everything you want in 15 minutes. By the way, Portland is doing that right now. Of course, Portland. Portland couldn't bend over and spread them any wider without tearing their anus apart. So, got laughter in the room here. Throws me off. So these people, fifty, you're supposed to have everything you want. You can walk to anything, bike, removing roads, and you can only go one way. That's so they can control how you, because your car will be, your car will have a QR code on it. You will have a QR code, and you're not allowed to go through certain gates more than a certain amount of times per year. And they'll shut you down. You're not allowed to go. You know, you're, you're, this is Great Britain, one of the great democracies, the financial leader of the world that led to us being the financial leader of the world, the grand pop of America, parliamentary system where they're allowing themselves to be QR coded everywhere they go. Well, they won't be allowed to leave their 15 minute city. It'll, no, no, it'll start off as, you know, this is just a, uh, you know, climate change mitigation trying to stop CO2 emissions, even though we can't define what, what level of CO2 is a problem. We're going to start, we're going to stop emissions. Because, and we got to limit your use of a vehicle. So you on your QR code on your vehicle, if you go up to a gate, you're only allowed to go through 10 times a year. And this is your 11th time, it won't open for you. All to lessen CO2 emissions, right? What's so funny about this? So you have everything, you're supposed to have these 50, everything you need within 15 minutes. They have no medical system. In Great Britain. You're like, Tom, that's hyperbolic. No, it's not. You, you, you read the right sources. I'm not talking about hyper right-wing sources. I'll have no problem with them. You read them. They're waiting there. But the, great people, the only people getting any sort of good medical services, these are, I'm talking about people with heart attacks. I'm talking about people with grievous medical, grievous medical problems inside of Great Britain. Can't get a phone call back from a doctor for six, eight months. Not a phone call. I didn't say treatment. I said a phone call back from the doctor. Six, eight months. Unless you have the money to go get it privately, you get nothing. And you're supposed to have all you need in 15-minute cities that are now control every last thing you do. But it's all about CO2 emissions. Is it all about CO2 emissions or totalitarianism? It's all about totalitarianism being ushered in 
by the alleged mitigation of CO2 emissions. That's all that it is. Is that making sense to everybody? Okay, good. All right, let's go on. Look at this one here. Gateway pundit tweet. Switching to COVID. Just so everybody knows, just in. Senate votes, uh, 68 to 23, to end the COVID emergency. All 23 members who voted against it. I wonder what party they were. But it's all about your health. Line up, take another vaccine. COVID caving Christian and pastor. Every single person that voted against ending the COVID emergency was a Democrat. And you don't think that COVID was political? You think it was all about your health? And you're like, well, no, I discovered it was all about politics six months ago. But did you ever say that you were wrong for locking down your church, for masking and acting like a mask whore and a vaccine whore and a lockdown whore? Do you ever apologize for it? You ever come out and said you were wrong to anybody? Or are you just pretending like you never did it? I hate that. I do. You're like Tommy talk about it all the time. I know. I can't resist it. I shouldn't talk about it as much, but I hate it. Go to the next one for me, Will. Just give you the names. Here they are. These are the people. No, there's no, there's no R's. Strange. Strange, isn't it? But this was all about your health from day one. No, it was all political. It was all a political action brought to bring about totalitarianism. From day no, Tom, not the first two weeks. Nobody knew what it was. I knew. How do you not know? And I know I'm preaching to the choir. I'm just telling you. How do you not know? When do we ever lock down for a cold? When do you ever, when do you lock down for a virus? When do you ever lock down the healthy? It was a vehicle to usher in totalitarianism. And it's shown right here because the totalitarians refuse to let go of it. Let's go to the next one. I'm rolling through slides now, guys. Rolling. Chuck Cholesterol tweet, breaking report. Following an information request, CDC admitted they deleted emails. Oh, 30 days after leaving the agency. Violation of the Federal Records Act. Uh, yeah. Yeah, very much so. Again, these are the people you trust to put a metal rod into your body full of their developmental juice, full of their mRNA juice, the people who delete emails about it, people who delete emails about what they do on a day-to-day basis, and you're going to trust them about masking, locking down, and vaccinating, the people who are now covering their steps. Let's go to the next one. A video, here we go. Roman baby, here it is. Here's, here's the mask explanation. Were they ever needed? Play it for me. That document that I've referred to recommended schools require the universal masking of children and six feet of physical distancing. Were those necessary to keep schools open? Um, so we, we had evidence uh, prior to the pandemic that masks were um, largely ineffective at preventing um, community transmission um, of uh, influenza and other upper respiratory viruses. And we did not obtain any new um, high-quality evidence during uh, the COVID-19 pandemic that masks are effective mitigation strategy in schools or outside of schools. We have a number of confounded observational studies, many of which were actually published by the CDC. Um, that have serious flaws in them that I think unfortunately led people to believe that masking children was going to be effective and actually necessary to keep children in schools. Um, but the highest quality data that we have, for example, from um, a Cochrane review of randomized studies has not found evidence of that masks. So that wasn't um, scientifically sound. Uh, effective. The, the mask so, guidance Correct. Was it wasn't science-based and the six feet of distancing has, was arbitrary, um, you know. <laughs> All a lie. There you go. That's a doctor talking. All a lie. All the studies say that masking does absolutely nothing. 
When you have a virus that's 0.06 to 0.14 microns, and an N95 doesn't stop, doesn't start stock, stopping microns until three times that size. N95 is at 0.3 microns. It'll stop a particle at 0.3 microns. And remember, the size of COVID-19 is a third of that size. And the best mask in the world can't stop it. So masking was useless. Six-foot distance was arbitrary, which was totally debunked as soon as they found out that this was an aerosol virus. People are amazing. And all the Christians lined up and did what the leftists told them to do. The abortionists told them to do. The World Economic Forum told them to do. The communists, the socialists, the gun grabbers, the transgenderists, the hyper uh, homosexual activists, all of which you stand against. You took their advice. You social distanced. You put their masks on. You took their vaccines. You closed your churches. The churches they hate, you closed upon the haters' command. Amazing to me. And I don't care about any of it except this. You've never said you were wrong. Never. Not one of you. There's not one major Christian leader in America outside of Rodney Howard Brown that didn't cave. Not a one. You're like, I know this one. He fought. Yeah, they fought after they locked down. And they never came out and said they were wrong. They just started fighting. They're not broken and contrite. I'm not talking about their heaven or hell status. They're not broken and contrite. It's bullcrap. Let's go to the next one. COVID vaccines. Oh, here we go. So here we are. Now notice the date on the bottom, please. That would be today. Oh, by the way, since today is March 30th, 2023, I want to to once again wish you a happy transgender visibility day. And we'll put up our decor of lopped off penises, breasts, and testicles at a later time. Just when, just, you know, just when it seems like as soon as you put up your, 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 Transgender visibility decorations, it's time to take them back down. March 30, it's come so fast, it just is gone, and, you know, just a heartbeat. So now, 30, here we are, three years later. Three years, okay, well, let me be more accurate. Two years, and let's see, January, February, March. Two years and four months, because the vaccines came out in December of 2020. Donald Trump's awesome Operation Warp Speed Death Machine. Horrible. That, by the way, is as facetious as I can sound. Terrible move by President Donald Trump. Terrible. Do you want to talk about genocide? That is not purposeful, but it's genocidal. So, he got an, uh, um, uh, you know, an agreement from Aaron over here. Mm-hmm. So now, two years and four months later, after we have, let me put out this stat again for everybody. For 52 years, 52 years, 19, let me make sure I got the uh, 52, yeah, yeah. 1970 to 2022 through 2022, 52 years. In the first 50 years of those 52 years, you had 1,300 athletes drop dead on their field of play, right? In the last two years of those 52 years, you had 1,700 athletes drop dead on their field of play in two years. Two years, 400 more than the previous 50 years. Everybody got that, right? So, now the WHO has come out with Tetros Ghebreyesus, former leader of a, a Ethiopian terrorist group, who's the head, who's Dr. Ghebreyesus, who's never seen a patient in his life. Doctor of what? Who knows? Doctor of CRT and DEI, probably. So now they have come out and said, look, 
Vaccines, this is from Fox News, COVID vaccines are not needed for healthy kids and teens, says World Health Organization two years and four months after forcing them. It's like saying, you know, I mean, it, it literally is, it, it, it's like all of the politicians who, who come out, you know, who mandate things and then said that they didn't mandate things. You know, or I'm sure, you know, we're not saying that we want it to happen, but we sure am glad that it is. Two, two years and four months later, after injecting all of these kids, you're like, what forcing? Listen, it's right now you can't get into Yale without five vaccinations as an 18-year-old. That's a fact. They just got rid of it in the military. And the Merchant Marine Academy is still requiring it. You don't think it's forced? You had Joe Biden, if it, it, it got, of course, he forced every federal agency and everybody contracting with the federal, federal, federal agency to get the vaccination or you lose your job to stop transmission and infection. Using a vaccine doesn't stop transmission and infection. Tom, that makes no sense. Of course it doesn't. Either it's transgenderism. But today is Transgender Visibility Day. So two years and four months later, after they force injected all of these kids, they now, now say it isn't necessary. Oh, that's our, yeah. Oh, this is transgender. Oh, there it is. This, there it is. Transgender visibility day. You know, if we, we need lopped off penises, breasts, and testicles to be in the middle of that, that would actually be the proper decor. So, I mean, you look at how homicidal, you want to talk about genocides. So you go ahead and you let it go for two years and four months and then say, whoops, not needed. After all these kids are already dead. All right, let's go to the next one. James Melville video. I want to just show you because I don't want people to forget. I'm going to try to throw one of these in at least every podcast. Of course, the odds of me getting to them, you know. But I want to, I want to show you this because it's back in 2020. Here is a funeral. Play it for me. It's my privilege to have been asked to conduct our service today to celebrate the life of Alan Wright. I therefore offer you all a very warm welcome as we unite in love and friendship to so they're trying to confront the widow of the man who's died and that wasn't allowed. And it's funny because, like, I'm not picking on you, Will, but Will said, associate producer's like, well, and wow. You know why he's like that? It's because he's forgotten. I have too. We forget what it was like in 2020. That's why you have people settling back in to their COVID-caving Baptist church, their COVID-caving hyper-grace, arc, stupid, non-Holy Spirit evangelical church. Settling back in because they've forgotten. They've forgotten what it was like. And that you need that. This is a battle for every day of your life. Every day. We'll end it right there, guys. That's good. Listen, I love you. Each and every one of you. I love you. 504 people on. Listen, I've got great videos to follow. About a minute and a half, 90 seconds worth of some advertising, some church stuff. A little bit of a new one with me preaching on it for a couple, for 30 seconds or so that you'll see in a minute. Well, not a minute. Right after I get done yapping. I love you. Back here Saturday night late, 1030. Quick show, 55 minutes of fury. Listen, really, really mean it. Appreciate you all. Love you all. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Good night, everybody. 
For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness. Why are you making big decisions? People make life-changing decisions for themselves, for their kids, for their future in the midst of blindness. Because ask yourself, was I, have I ever done the due diligence that's adding? Then why are you making decisions? You're operating in pitch black. You don't know what's an open door. No, there was an open door. It was an opportunity arose. It's a way that seems right to a man. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying, do you know? It's the Holy Spirit confirmed to you that you're making the right decision. Dating that person, this job, this opportunity, whatever it may be. Have you fasted? You crucified your flesh. You operating by your feelings. It's a great opportunity. See it all the time. Opportunity does not mean righteousness. enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt 